for Evan, having just already hear him say daddy was heart melting. You start to learn the challenges, you start to understand what they are, and every day you respect and count your blessings for the different milestones that they achieve and conquer. This is Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago. When a child is born, they'll usually have mom's eyes or dad's ears or nose, but some of them will be born with something a little extra. At some point in utero, there are complex ways that the parts of the lip and the palate are coming together, and nobody exactly knows why they occur. That's Dr. David Morris from Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago, describing the general way a cleft lip or palate is formed. At our 20-week ultrasound, they brought up his face, and clear as day, my husband and I could see the cleft on Evan in the ultrasound. That's April, and despite no family history of the condition, both of her children were born with a cleft. Both of our kids were very healthy otherwise. They just had the clefts. Our first daughter, who was almost six years old, Terry Lynn, was also a cleft lip and palate baby. So we knew with the ultrasound with Evan to sort of be on alert and look for that. Although this was obviously a scary and emotional time, the first experience with Terry Lynn let her know. This is definitely something that can be fixed. One thing to know going in is that clefts can form in a few different ways. The patient can have a cleft of just the lip. Sometimes there's a cleft of just the palate. The most common scenario is there's a cleft of the lip and the palate. That's the one Terry Lynn and Evan had. So it extends through the lip all the way through the gum tissue where the teeth would be growing from the bone, through the hard palate and through the soft palate in the back. And in addition, clefts can be on one side, which we call unilateral, or they can be on both sides, which we call bilateral. But they do all have one very important thing in common. This is entirely treatable. These patients grow up to do anything that any child without a cleft would do. Before that, however, each cleft journey is different. And while both kids had the cleft lip and palate, each case was just a little unique. Terry Lynn did not need any type of feeding tube. We fed her with the bottle immediately. She did have a specialized squeeze bottle. But Evan, his journey was different. He had some low oxygen levels, so he had to go into an ICU. But we were able to, the day after, feed him with a regular bottle and just a special pigeon nipple. So his feeding was very different. I will say the support, guidance, education that we've received from Shriners Hospital for Children in Chicago and their cleft lip and palate team has been by far the biggest support to help us get through these journeys. Sometimes the greatest support comes from helping yourself. I will tell you that some of the best advice we received from Shriners was us being able to do it by ourselves and not expecting the nurses at the hospitals to be feeding our baby all the time for us to take that step so the baby gets comfortable with us. That's really important because even in the best case scenarios, there are still some common things that'll give you some trouble. The other thing that is a challenge is our cleft babies usually cannot suck or hold a pacifier. So I will tell you, one of the things that 
we struggled with initially as being new parents and being parents again with another cleft child is, you know, why is he crying? Why is she crying? Why can't we help soothe them? Um, not being able to just pop that pacifier in your baby's mouth and just letting them rest and lay there, it is a different challenge. It's not as easy just to do that. So there's challenges like that. And mind you, that's just before the surgery, because afterwards... You've finally gotten into a routine with your baby feeding and getting comfortable with their bottle, and your child goes in for their first lip repair and comes out with stitches where... They cannot touch their mouths. They cannot put anything in their mouths. They cannot have their bottle. They are being syringe-fed. They have arm restraints on, which we call our no-nos. And that's what's difficult as a parent, the difficulty in seeing your child get comfortable after surgery. But for good, loving parents like April and her husband... It's all more than worth it. You will have your challenges. There are surgeries involved. There are some feeding challenges. There may be some speech challenges. There may not be any of those challenges, but this is definitely something that can be managed. And some of the results may even surprise you. With Evan, he's only one, so the great thing for him is his sister took five years to conquer the milestone of saying her T's and D's, which we just conquered this year. And Evan already is saying daddy with a D. A big concern had by most parents in April's situation is how to deal with the kid going to school. And quite simply, it's all about embracing it. We have always been very open with our daughter, explaining to her that she has a special trademark that she gets to share with the world. I truly, truly, truly believe that a family who is coming into this situation has to be very open about their cleft baby. Number one, it is going to build the confidence in the child, and I see it in our almost six-year-old daughter, and it just helps with people accepting it because, again, it is something that is very shocking to others, but again, it's fixable. And if you want, you can even get a little creative. We put together a surgery book, and that is all of the pictures that we took of her during her surgery journey at the hospital. We've actually asked her teachers if she could actually share that book and share her story with kids in her class. So number one, they become aware of the cleft that she has and that other kids can have it too. And two, it also has really built a strong, confident little girl who is happy to talk about why she's a little bit different, why she is extra special. And suddenly, life seems a lot less scary. Every day I count my blessings that this is the journey that we've been put on versus other journeys we could have been put on. If someone you know just found out that their child will be born with a cleft, make sure they hear April's story. At least so they know that even when emotions are running high, there's still no reason to worry so much. If I had a parent that called me and needed my advice, the very first thing I would tell them is that this is manageable. This is something that can be taken care of cosmetically. It is something that could be taken care of with a very strong medical team behind you. And I would tell any parent to contact Shriners Hospital for Children Chicago and their cleft lip and palate team 
because I say over and over again, if we did not have the support from that team, if we did not have the miracle working hands of Dr. Morris for our children, the support from all of the teams and all of the people involved, we would not be where we are with our journey. Thank you to April for sharing her story. Thanks to Dr. David Morris and the team at Shriners for all they do. And congrats to Terry Lynn and Evan on their new smiles. This is Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago.